This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Post-match chat with chaps for that Mule podcast where it's just finished at Deepdale. Pressing off N2. Millwall four. Yes, that's right. Millwall score four goals away from home against before today, the team's best defence. Sorry, the league's best defence. What a bonkers league. Uh, We now sit pretty in the top six ahead of the World Cup break. And it's just um, this league constantly, to me, just throws up surprises. It's what makes it, for me, the most exciting and dynamic league in the world. Um, I think that it was really important today for us to get, if if we couldn't get three points, to avoid defeat and play well. Uh, And I think that what we did is we got three points. I think in the end, although some of the stats might not show that, we were good value for the three points. And I think for large parts of the game, we did play well. There were some parts where actually it could quite easily have gone the other way. And I think Preston, I think there's 17 shots and we could have been 4-2 down about 10 minutes into the second half, but we'll come on to that in a moment. Um, but for all of us that were sitting here saying, you know, talking about how the poor performance against Huddersfield, the fact that we should have scored against Hull, three games without a goal, we're now sitting in sixth spot going into the World Cup break with 31 points from 20 games. We've actually got a game in hand on two of the teams above as well, would you believe? So, you know... You look at it like that, and I think we're one game. We've only lost one game in nine, I believe, which was a Huddersfield game. Uh, it might be eight, but it's it's um, yeah, it's it's just absolutely bonkers, uh, and it's typical bipolar Millwall. They they get results when you don't necessarily expect them to, and then they they don't win don't win the other ones. But I think you know what I'm going to try and do is analyze uh, the goals, analyze the game, give some ratings um, for, for the players. Um, as per usual. So I think start off with a team that he, he picked, Gary out picked. So he made uh, two changes from the team that drew 0-0 with Hull. He brought Vogel Summer back in instead of Tyler Bury. And then the other change was Murray Wallace instead of Scott Malone. Um, I felt a bit sorry for Scott Malone because I, I, I actually felt um, he was one of our better players. I think I actually gave him man of the match in the last game. So I felt a bit sorry for him. But I think that Rowett did it more from a tactical perspective in terms of having Murray Wallace play as a as a more sort of defensive fullback as opposed to, to Scott Malone. And I don't actually think it worked, uh, but we'll, we'll come on to that in a moment. Um, but um, 
so that was the team that started the game. And we start off really, really well, you know, um, on the front foot, uh, some really good work down the right hand side from Bradshaw. Um, and I think it was Vogel Summer who put the ball into the box. And Fleming does superbly. He, he holds the ball up, um, shows his strength, shrugs off someone, turns and lashes it into the back of net. The second goal, we get a free kick. And I think everyone's thinking too close uh, to the goal. And Fleming just drives it hard and low. It takes a deflection and we're 2-0 up against Preston away from home. And I didn't expect us to then win that game 2-0 at all. Um, but I also cannot forgive some of the defending that was involved in them going back to 2-2, uh, I think by by the 25-minute mark or even 30-minute mark. It was just absolute schoolboy at times. And the what was what was obvious was it was a lot of it was coming down the right hand side and I'll come on to Danny Mac in a moment. I, I don't blame Danny Mac for that. I blame the shape and maybe it's Vogel Summer. I don't know, but they were overloading us down their right hand side and we were getting absolutely pounded and that's where a lot of their goals came from. But some of the defending um, and George Long has to do better for those two goals. He has to do better for both of them. The the, the first one, he's either got to come and claim that. He's got to come and claim it. Or he's a he's a big bloke. He's got to come out there and command his area. Um, and then the second goal, it's a great header from Chad Evans, but it, that should not be going in the back of the net. Uh, and I think Murray, I think it was Murray Wallace should have done better there. But our our, um, our defending was just was just terrible. And and not only that, we gave the ball away so many times. Um, and it was just a lot of their attacking play came from us giving the ball away. Uh, also, it carried on in the, the 10 minutes of the, the, the first 10 minutes of the second half. We we were all atrocious and we could have quite easily have been 4-2 down after 10 minutes. I think Ched Evans missed a really good chance. Um, and there was another one that went straight at long, which I think it goes either side and it's a goal. And then ended, ended up having 17 shots, Preston. And the facts and the stats might not necessarily show this but I think in the end we were good value for that that win and I think after we scored the fourth goal Preston ran out of ideas um, and it's such a uncharacteristic performance from both sides you know you've got two teams that are you know can't seem to attack and, and know how to defend and there's six goals between them but but anyway um, so 2-2 then I think Rowett uh, credit where credit's due he makes a change that a lot of people probably groaned at that change the complexion of the game for the better for us. And literally from that moment, we were looked like the only team that was going to win that game. And the change was to go five at the back. Uh, he brought Scott Malone on and took George Honeyman off and it changed the game. It completely changed the game. They did not have the amount of space. Um, Ched Evans was their best player and they took him off because he just wasn't finding those pockets of space. Um, some of our players and defenders looked more comfortable than they did before. And it, it, it just completely changed us. We're able to get up the pitch a lot a lot better, a lot quicker. Um, there's a couple of individual players that had much better second halves than they did in the first half. And it just changed everything for us. And then the the third goal um, was, um, yeah, I'm just trying to remember. Yes, it was the third goal. Some superb work from Billy Mitchell. I think it was uh, Savile wins the ball back, plays it to Billy. Billy plays a superb ball through the gap to Danny Mack. Danny Mac across the face of goal, great book cut back, and then a superb calm, just calm as you like. Like, just took a touch, 
pushed it out of his feet, slotted it into the back net, uh, back of the net, Fleming for his, his hat-trick. And, you know, Fleming, I'll come on to him when I do the, the individual player player um, performances in a moment, but what a player we've got on our hands. Um, and then the fourth goal, uh, Charlie Cresswell would have head out at the back post, which I'm delighted for him. It was a great ball in from Vogel Summer. Again, I think Vogel Summer ended up getting two assists, actually, um, in today's game. So uh, a great header, and I'm really pleased for Charlie Cresswell because I think that he has, uh, he's, he's, you know, he's been in and out. And, you know, I think we need to remember he's still a 20-year-old lad. Yeah, we were promised this England under-21 international future Leeds captain superstar, but... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He has been in and out, but I think the last couple of games he's looked more assured and I'm really pleased for him. You could tell the emotion in the last game. and uh, Sorry, when he, when he scored that goal. So, so fair play to the lad. But we end up winning 4-2 and um, I think the game turned on a dime. It really did. And it was all down to that change. Now, you know, we can sit here and say that Rowick tactically got it wrong against Hull, but he definitely got it right today. Um, And we now sit here, as I say, six spot, moving into the World Cup break, 31 points from 20 games. And if we average that current uh, points per game to the end of the season, it's not quite the amount of points that we probably need to get into the playoffs. It gets us about 71, but it's very close to. And I think there's certainly many games that we felt we should have won, uh, obviously, Hull being one of them. So um, I think we're definitely looking a lot more optimistic uh, than maybe we were a week ago. Going on then to the, the player performances. So George Long, um, I'm sorry, he has to do better with those two goals, as I said already. Um, so I think, you know, he has to go down at fault for those two. His kicking is fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, but bottom line is he's there to stop the ball going in the net. And I think that Bart has got to, um, has got to come back in. Sorry, I, I wasn't going to say that, but I think given those two mistakes, they're not mistakes. Let me, let, let me get that right. I think they're just two, two goals that I think Bart and a keeper at that level should be doing better with. Uh, the, the back four. So uh, Danny Mack, I, I thought he was poor in the first half. I did. Um, and not, not because we were being overloaded down the right-hand side, but because he gave the ball, was, ball away needlessly many, many times. And I'm not I'm not just saying it was just him, but from where I was watching, it was him more than others. Um, and um, his second half performance was complete opposite. I thought he was brilliant in the second half. Everything we love about Danny Mack, he was fiery. He was getting up and down. Um he actually looked better when I think when we went to the five as well. And his um, cutback for the goal was superb. So um was uh, a definitely uh, much improved second half performance from him. I thought Cresswell grew into the game as well. I thought he was quite solid in the end and he was probably the most solid out of him, Wallace and Cooper. I thought Wallace was actually really poor 
um, in in the first half. If I'm being really honest, I, I don't think Murray Wallace uh, was was at the races. Maybe it's fitness level or something. I don't know, but I didn't think he was at the races today for large parts of the game. Um, Cooper was okay, not amazing, um, but um, I felt that he uh, also got better and was more comfortable with that change of formation. Then moving into the midfield, I thought Billy Mitchell and George Savile were also very good today. Uh, very industrious, very work. They worked very hard. They complement each other really well. I'm not going to say from a man of the match today because I think it's probably obvious where we're going for that, but they were both very, very good. And I think Savile is Savile's our leader on the pitch. I know Cooper's the captain, but Savile's the one in the referee's ear role. Um, and I think that he is is um, missed when he's not in the team. And I think that individual bit of play from Billy Mitchell was outstanding for that third goal. Um, Honeyman was busy. Uh, I don't think he did much else, if I'm being honest. I I like Honeyman, but I haven't seen, per, and this is just a personal opinion, and maybe I'm missing something, I haven't seen Honeyman do anything more than what Thompson was like when he was on form. I, I just I feel like very similar players, and I haven't really seen Honeyman do much much that Thompson didn't do. Uh, maybe I'm being harsh, and maybe there's more to come. I know he's been in and out of the team; he's played in quite a few different positions. But that's my view on Honeyman. Um, moving on to uh, Fleming, I mean, just honestly enjoy him because he is the real deal. Eight goals in the the league, I think he's got now. That's more than Jed managed all last season. I know we shouldn't be comparing them, but ultimately we always will. And the guy's just class. He's, he oozes class and he will be a Premier League player or he, he will go on to bigger and better things than us if we don't go up. And just enjoy him because he's also rare in the sense that I think he gets Millwall as well. And that is rare. He's, his personality fits, but also his ability is there for all to see. I've said in recent weeks, we haven't got the most out of him in that attacking position. But I think today... Um, well, obviously we did um, and that's what we want to see from him obviously he's not going to get a hat-trick every game but he um, he was really good today and three goals but three quality goals of all different types you know a free kick a composed finish another one where he holds the ball up really strong turns and finishes they're all completely different and they're all brilliant in their own right so super player and deservedly man of the match um, I want to give probably a shout out to, if I was to go for a second man of the match um, or my sort of runner up would be Vogi actually. Uh, Vogi's coming for quite a lot of criticism and my opinion of Vogi is that he's a centre forward playing as a right or left sided forward. Um, he's played in about four different positions. He's only played once in a centre forward position and you can't, you can't say he hasn't scored goals because he hasn't really it's not like he's had loads of chances and missed them. I don't really recall him having any, to be perfectly honest. And I think he's a worker. He's a grafter. He'll put a shift in wherever he is. And I think he got two assists today. And I'm sure he played in three different positions throughout the game. So I, for that, I thought he uh, deservedly gets the, the runner-up. And then Bradshaw does what Bradshaw does. I thought he was superb again today. He just ever a willing runner, down the channels, some really clever play, like hold-up play, and then sort of beating a man. He, he You know, he... He sort of turned in the first sort of 10 minutes and Liam Lindsay had to bring him down and was, was on a booking for the rest of the game. So I love Tom Bradshaw. I think for me, it's evident what he brings to this team um, and um, he should be really pleased as well. I'm not really going to go on to, the, to the, the subs. I think Malone did a good job when he came on, got us up the pitch and also 
helped us to kind of that as part of that change um information really did really did help us so yeah that's my take on it i think preston were an okay side average side um probably not the best of preston we saw today if i'm honest um but i think overall whilst the stats might not show it i think we were well worth our, our win and we can all go into the world cup and enjoy the rest of our weekends knowing we're sitting sixth in the league which is just amazing so thank you very much for listening please like and subscribe to the channel and i hope you all enjoy the rest of your weekend thanks very much bye for now away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.